Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. You can subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about hidden profits with faster workflows for WordPress agency. And joining us for that conversation is a very informed person on the topic. I'd like to welcome to Press This, Mr. Vito Peleg. Vito, welcome to Press This. Hi, David. It's good to be here again. I was here when I first launched the product, like a month after we went live. So it's exciting to be here again a couple of years after with a new name also, not for me, for the product. All right. All right. Well, I'm glad to have you back. Uh, getting in the way back machine there to your prior episode. I think we're like at 190 since the reboot there <laughs> of episodes. Uh, so, so glad to have you back here. For those listening, though, in this episode, uh, what we're going to cover, what Vito's going to cover, he's with a company called Atarim which focuses specifically on workflow optimization uh, for agencies and freelancers. And uh, Vito is gonna share his views on why workflow optimization is important, how faster workflows can unlock hidden profit centers in your freelancer agency business, and then the methods that you can use to achieve the same. So really excited about this. Vito, I'll kick us off, and I don't remember your answer from last time, so this will be news to me again. Uh, but briefly, tell me your WordPress origin story. Right. So uh, I actually started building websites uh, for um, in my previous life when I was a full-time musician touring the world as the leader of a rock band. And uh, the first website was built for me, uh, for the band itself, and then uh, kind of started kicking off uh, 
uh, building websites from clients directly from the back of the van. Uh, that was almost uh, 15 years ago now. And then uh, once we turned 30 and it wasn't uh, cool to live in a van with four smelly guys anymore, uh, that's when we kind of put a stop to the band uh, life or the touring life. And I started building an agency focused on WordPress. Uh, we reached uh, t a team of 12 within the first uh, three years. And uh, through the experience delivering with, uh, hundreds of websites to clients, um, we kind of developed a system that helped us uh, deal with uh, client communications, uh, uh, optimizing the project delivery, uh, systemizing the work in a way that really leaves profit on the table for me and for growth for, of the business. And that is what started as WP Feedback back in the day and now evolved into Atarim. Atarim. You know, it's really interesting, um, you know, to hear about you talking about workflow optimization. I can't imagine that workflow optimization was an easy thing, making sites in the back of a van. I right. will say, though, that with social distancing, I feel like being, uh, you know, locked away from society in the back of a van is probably a good thing these days, <laughs> Vito. So maybe that's coming back. Um, but you kind of mentioned how this journey with you know, development, launching your own agency, starting from the back of the van, building sites for others, um, kind of led to Atharim. Could you, could you explain a little bit about what, more about what Atharim is? Sure. So it's a platform that helps uh, web freelancers and agencies to deliver projects faster uh, by eliminating almost all of the back and forth between them and their clients, as well as systemizing the work internally within the team. So um, it started from a feedback tool that allows people to click any element on the web page itself. So it's like it used to be a plugin that you install on the client's website, and then the client can click any part of the uh, HTML page itself to leave a comment uh, to describe what they want to change. So uh, change this piece of text, uh, um, change this button color. Instead of thousands of back and forth, which button, there's a hundred of them on this page or on this website or which product are you talking about? We have 500 products on this one site. Uh, so this really already um, uh, cleaned out a whole bunch of this uh, back and forth. We're also collecting an automated screenshot so the client doesn't need to learn how to create those, uh, those resources for the developers. Uh, we're collecting the screen size, the browser version. So really we systemized and automated a lot of the stuff that uh, up until our software was uh, pushed to the client's responsibility to deliver to us. Uh, and now with the click of a button, they can just point and say what they need to change and that kind of fix it. Then from there, we evolved the product into looking at the entire workflow of delivering the project. And that includes uh, working internally with the team. How do we distribute tasks? So for example, how we used to do it is uh, I received a message from a client on email or Slack or WhatsApp or, you know, however they wanted back in the day. Uh, and then from there, I went over to our internal chat system, started with Skype, then over to Slack and uh, told the, um, or asked the developers or the, the team members to start working on this particular task. Then I went over to uh, Trello back in the day and then Asana, um, to start moving the tickets, creating a ticket over there, dragging this within our Kanban board, uh, only then to wait for the developer to finish. They would let me know when it's done. I went back to Asana, dragged the ticket, and went back to my email to leave that message. So all of this mess, it kind of sounds crazy when you describe it out loud, but this is the standard workflow of uh, delivering websites in our industry. And what we did is we simply automated 
the whole thing. So when the client leaves a comment uh, right where the request is, the developer just moves this to in progress with the click of a button and that notifies the client so you don't need to send those emails. Uh, it moves it on a, on a designated Kanban board uh, and then when the, when the ticket is complete, the, the developer, the person working on it marks this as done. Again, the client is automatically notified. The team, the, the project manager or the agency owner can just look at the Kanban board instead of moving things around in it. So it, it became, the Kanban board became from a tool that I interacted with on a daily basis to just a tool that I observe to see the progress of tasks as it moves on its own. Yeah, I think I, you know, I remember seeing, uh, walking through, and I'm sure it was a much earlier version uh, in London uh, before the pandemic and really elegant way of approaching it. And as I listened to you though, as you describe kind of the origin story of Atarim, A-T-A-R-I-M for those listening, um, what I heard in your voice, Vito, was a little resentment, a little resentment for all that extra work you were having to do before. <laughs> and, and like, you know, and I've been through that. I remember seeing Atarim back, you know, uh, back in there in London thinking like, man, I wish I'd had something like that when I was in the agency and freelance business. But exactly. like people feel these workflow problems, but like, why is optimi optimizing agency workflows important over time? Like, is it, is it a one and done or do you have to do it all the time? Or how do you think about that? Right. So first of all, uh, nothing in business gets done, as I, as I learned over the years. Uh, it's all, you know, the rabbit hole just keeps extending as you uh, dive deeper. Uh, and I think that's part of the interesting part of being in business and, uh, you know, growing uh, something out of nothing. Uh, so uh, optimization always needs to happen, especially because the business just keeps evolving constantly. You're starting as a freelancer in most cases, and then those things uh, don't, um, you know, you don't really think about those things because you're dealing with one, two, three clients. That's fine. You know, you don't uh, think about the, the time that you're wasting uh, because you're not doing it at scale. So by the time you repeat a task, enough time has passed so that you don't even remember you did it. Uh, exactly the same way a couple of days ago. Uh, but as you scale and as you start managing projects, uh, you know, uh, multiple projects at the same time, then you start realizing all of these pitfalls that are chipping away into your profit. And, uh, you know, as, you, as I'm working with, with agencies, and I'm sure from, from your side and WP Engine as well, as you guys are working with uh, larger agencies, you can see that they focus on the seconds, not only the minutes and the hours, but as, um, as to, to really optimize their system. But it starts from the bigger chunks, and then you really zoom in further to uh, keep uh, optimizing it uh, to uh, to a T. I remember, uh, you know, in our in our summit that you were speaking at a couple of uh, weeks ago, and we had um, um, we had Jimmy from Angry Creative, who's uh, one of the biggest agencies here in uh, Europe. And uh, you know, I, I remember when I met him at WordCamp uh, back in 2019, he was showing me his dashboard of how he's controlling every single aspect of his way of his agency, how he's um, uh, he, he literally had gauges. It looked like a, you know, like one of those, like a cockpit uh, that he could see how profitability happens on every single aspect from the project itself to the level of the client, to the level of the team member, to the level of the task. So, you know, this is like high level optimization. And so I still have a lot more to get into to get to Jimmy's level, for example. Uh, but even taking care of the small bits and pieces that we can automate and systemize within the agency it sounds can like free up a whole lot of time. 
Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like really ultimately, you know, it's important because you need to have a documented process that you can repeat over and over and over again if you can, but that those processes evolve over time. And so it's like this ongoing thing versus this one and done. I know that yes. like generally people will put off these optimization workflow projects. I want to talk to you about your thoughts on why, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, uh, David Vogelpohl, and we're in the middle of our episode around hidden profits and faster workflows for WordPress agencies. Vito, right before the break, you were telling us a little bit about the value of optimizing workflows over time and kind of mentioned that, look, sometimes people kick the can on this. Why do you think agencies and freelancers like put off working on optimizing their workflows? Well, first of all, uh, there's so many variations, or it seems like there's so many variations when it comes to building a website project. Uh, a lot of times in our industry, we approach every project from scratch instead of trying to systemize and find those, uh, those recurring tasks, recurring points that happen uh, uh, within, the, um, you know, within the delivery process. But really, when you come to think about this and when you even list down all of the tasks that you're doing, you can easily identify the repeatable parts of it. And that's uh, really what people are missing out on. Uh, you know, from the process of um, of uh, of getting into this rabbit hole with our with our software, and uh, over the past few years, and even through my agency days, um, I re I come to kind of uh, realize, or even we surveyed the community to understand how long does it take for someone to build a website on their own, compared to how long does it take you to build a website when a client is involved. 
And the results are kind of insane because when clients are involved, usually the, the average is between five to eight weeks of delivering a project. I mean, including um, uh, gathering the content, approving the designs, going through wireframes, going through all of the essential stuff that you need to do to avoid scope creep, to avoid uh, a, 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 you know, uh, getting, out, getting out of the budget of the, initial, uh, a, of the initial project, compared to when you know what you need to do, you sit in front of your computer and you just build the whole thing. So, six, so five to eight weeks compared to five days. So that's 82% of our time that is basically being, um, um, I wouldn't say wasted, but being invested uh, as a client gets on board, just one collaborator gets on board with a project. So this 82% is what we're trying to tackle with Atarim, but this is what people should be uh, looking at within their agency. And Imagine how much profit that is when you're looking at it at this term. 82% of the money that you're receiving um, can be pure profit compared to the slim margins that usually happen within our industry. Those pesky clients, you know, they always want to talk to you and ask questions. Uh, but I mean, obviously, that's kind of a necessary part of doing a good job and that communication stream is important. But your point here is that because that is such a big chunk of your time, it's, a, it's kind of this standout opportunity to work on efficiencies. And so as you think about processing customer feedback and the tasks that daisy chain out of that, it sounds like, an, especially for Ethereum, really focusing on those aspects, but just more generally. And then it sounded like it was really interesting to hear you describe like maybe one of those mental blockers for people around like, well, I can't standardize my work. Every project's different. And it was really funny to hear you say like, well, it's actually pretty easy to find the repeating patterns if you actually just spend a little time on it. So like, down. Go ahead. Down. Yeah. So like, as I think about that then, and like, maybe there's freelancers and agencies listening right now and they're like, yeah, I really haven't spent time either. Um, what is your advice to them? Like, what are your three main points of advice for folks? Like when searching for these hidden profits, like where should they be spending their time and um, maybe where should they be looking for these opportunities? Right. So first of all, uh, this is the biggest one, just work in shorter time spans. So there is this, um, uh, it's called Parkinson, Parkinson's law. You heard of this, uh, David? Uh, I have not. Basically, it means that uh, whatever time is given to a task is going to be used, whether it's a long a period of time or a short period of time. So might as well work in short time spans. A good example of this is that sometimes when we ask a client to provide the content or not even, uh, uh, not even sometimes, the average for this is between three to four weeks. We send them off to tell them, uh, I need the content by the end of the month. I need it in about three to four weeks uh, for you to deliver the content. But David, you and I built websites many times before. We know that when you sit down and write content for a website, it doesn't take four weeks. You know, it takes four hours uh, when you know what you're writing about and you have the tools and the capability of creating this piece of content. Uh, so, um, so you can see how we're just wasting so much time in that span. And basically by letting the client know that they have three to four weeks, we're framing this as a massive project for them that a lot of times they're not even going to complete because who really has three to four weeks when they're running their business for anything, let alone just uh, helping the guy that you hired to deliver something. 
uh, when it comes to uh, you know gathering content as the example. Uh, so um, shortening the time spans. Another good example. Uh, so instead of saying give me give me four weeks uh, to deliver the content, you have one week, or even better, we like to say two days and a weekend. A lot of small business owners do uh, their, you know, they work on the business during the weekend. And so by framing this two days and a weekend, you actually get them to think, when? When am I actually going to do this? Well, I'm going to place some time on my calendar that will be dedicated for this task rather than sometime in the next four weeks. And then it just stays up in the air, you know, and just gets procrastinated there over time. So thinking about uh, Parkinson's law is a really good idea when it, when it comes to uh, uh, development. This is actually one of the basic elements of agile uh, methodology. Um, making sure that uh, you know you're you're working with shorter time spans. Uh, another good example is when we're approving designs. So you know a lot of us would send the design over to the client and just let just say let me know what you think. Right? There is no time span. There is no really allocation of how when should they do this, how should they do that. So by providing a system to the other side so that they can actually follow um, a set of small directions. I'm not talking about elaborate, uh, a, you know, elaborate workflows. You want to keep it simple so that the other side can actually follow the system. Uh, and then providing a set time that gets someone to think about when am I really going to do this so they can set some time aside for this task to be completed. I love that. Okay, so number one is kind of work in shorter time frames. I've not heard of Parkinson's law, but I did have a boss once that used to have the saying, and he would say, "Work expands to fill the time allowed." And I think that that's... is Parkinson's law. That's oh, is it? Okay, well there you go. Uh, he, he, I think he quoted it as his own. So I got to go back and question this one. Uh, but I think it's a really good point, and I, I like how you say like don't set set the framing right right don't say three to four weeks i like that you're two days in a weekend but it's really this notion of framing and like forcing them to make a decision to act instead of being one of maybe thousands of emails in their inbox exactly um what's your second thing like if that's the first area maybe what maybe cover another area here before the next break sure so another thing that i would really suggest is Note down your workflow. So um, even better, open draw.io or even just open PowerPoint and map it out in a, some kind of a flowchart. So you can see what I'm doing from at the beginning of the project, what is happening next. And you will find that uh, really most of the projects in our space go from the uh, you know acquiring the lead, sending out the proposal, um, getting paid, right, for the initial deposit. Uh, then you go into discovery, then you go into um, sitemap or wireframe. After that, you would go into a, a gathering content or, you know, some, some people put the gatherer content in other places. I think that's the right spot to place that. And, you know, there is just mapping this out, gather content, and then you have approving designs. How many revisions? What is a revision? How long do we give a revision uh, for, for, for it to, to end? So this, this way, you're first of all giving clarity to yourself of your process and of your workflow, but also this allows you to, to get your team and your clients accountable for a system that you're creating within your business. Uh, and if you can make it as visual as possible, then that's the best. That's why I'm suggesting open PowerPoint, open draw.io, and just map it out visually so you can see a flowchart of how your project starts and uh, from the beginning, from acquiring the lead all the way to the care plan. 
I love that. RCO has a saying where there's focus, there's progress. And it sounds like your idea here of like mapping it out, you're going to uncover things in that journey. Even I would imagine where you're like, wait a minute, why am I doing that? And this is inefficient. And we already did this kind of in three other ways. Um, but the point is, I guess it sounds like as you map it out, you really start to understand your workflows and where you can focus on efficiencies. And I'm guessing also repetition. So I've got two of your three, Vito. I'm really curious about the third, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. We're talking about hidden profits and faster workflows for agencies. Vito, right before the break, you explained two of your uh, three main areas you think freelancers and agencies should focus on when searching for hidden profits and improving their workflows. The first was work in shorter timeframes. The second, meaning to box in the work to shorter time periods. The second was to diagram, document your workflows to look for opportunities for optimization, uh, standardization on processes and things like this. What's number three? Like we're on the edge of our seats here, Vito. So, right. So number three is, uh, is starting from what I described at the beginning, where when we introduce the client, that's when things start to spiral out of proportion when it comes to the time of delivery. And really, you know, when you look at this, uh, um, most projects in our space, they have a set budget. You're starting with, uh, with, uh, with a quote of uh, this is how much you should be paying me for delivering this project. So whatever you can cut away from the time, it really is profit that you're left with in your hand uh, because essentially no, no matter how we like it or not we're selling our time and our developers time and you know uh, uh, while we're creating this it's a service business and so what I would suggest is don't assume that the client knows because when we assume that the client knows what is expected of them that's when they will go into like a, a writer's block or they will go into a, into a process of uh, procrastination because they just don't know what to do. And a good example of this is when we are, um, you know, when I talk to a client after, after you do the first 100 websites, let's say, uh, when you talk to a client on this initial phone call, this 10 to 15 minutes call that you get to know their business really briefly uh, when you acquired the lead, um, 
on this 10 minutes, I already can picture in my mind how the end product will look like. And so I hear that this is going to be like a small shop and they have, a, uh, and so they're probably going to be selling a, um, 10 products. So I probably won't have elaborate archive pages with filters and searches. It's probably going to be like a few featured products if that is the project itself. Um, or alternatively, if it's, a, if it's a real estate business, so I probably need to consider how to create a, um, a listing of all of their properties and stuff like that. I already know these things just by the definition of the business or just by talking to the client for a few minutes, I get a mock-up of how the website will look in my mind. I can postulate uh, uh, the visual uh, uh, how, of the website itself while the client has no idea. And I like to compare this. So I know that our producer here, Vicky, is also a musician. And uh, so I, I like to compare this to music, really. Um, you know, we're trying to communicate a visual product, a website, in words in most cases uh, to someone that never did it before and if they did it they did it a few years ago so it's like trying to describe to a non-musician to a person that never touched an instrument how does the song sound like right it's kind of weird and it's like a, a you will never get that same experience and then we're wasting a lot of time on explaining things instead of showing instead of taking people through uh the, this necessary learning curve even more than that and again comparing this to music assume that you can see the matrix while the client can't and uh, if i'm taking this back to music when a musician listens to a song they don't hear the song they can hear the bass drum they can hear the backing vocal this one singer that is on the far left side and they can hear the the rhythm guitar that is just playing every few bars uh, and you know we can really hear the matrix when we're listening to a song and in the same way as a web designer and a web developer when you look at a website you don't see a website you see the layout, you see the color schemes, you see the, uh, the, the flows, the user flows, you see the different sections in WordPress. After a while, uh, you just look at a website and you say, oh, right, this is Elemental, oh, right? You can, you can look at another website and say, oh, yeah, this is Divi. Just by the type of buttons that you will find on that particular website, uh, you can really identify the themes, the, the tools that were used. Um, uh, so the client has none of that and a lot of times because we're doing this um, as a repeatable process again and again and again we start assuming that the client has the same clarity over the project as we do i and love that point i mean that's such a, a salient point and i've been there where it's like within five minutes i can pretty much imagine what a site's going to be like based on the way a stakeholder might be describing it and it sounds like for you this point is really about slowing down making sure the customer is educated and aware so you're not kind of spinning and wasting cycles later with miscommunication or missed deadlines or missed expectations. Well, these have been tremendous points, Vito. Uh, this is incredible. Thank you. My pleasure. Of course, of course. If you'd like to learn more about what Vito is up to, or if you'd like to just check out Atarim, A-T-A-R-I-M.io, please go check it out. Thanks everyone for listening today to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. Again, this is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program 
are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of webmasterradio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.